Isaiah chapter 49, verses 8 through 26. Thus says the Lord, In a time of favor I have answered you. In a day of salvation I have helped you. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people to establish the land, to apportion the desolate heritages, saying to the prisoners, come out to those who are in darkness, appear. They shall feed along the ways. On all bare heights shall be their pasture. They shall not hunger or thirst. Neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them. For he who has pity on them will lead them and by springs of water will guide them. And I will make all my mountains a road and my highways shall be raised up. Behold, these shall come from afar and behold, these from the north and from the west and these from the land of Syene. Sing for joy, O heavens, and exult, O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing for the Lord Yahweh has comforted his people and will have compassion on his afflicted. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child, that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb? Mm. Even these may forget, yet I will not forget you. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. Your builders make haste, your destroyers and those who laid you waste go out from you. Lift up your eyes around and see. They all gather, they come to you. As I live, declares the Lord, you shall put them on, all on as an ornament. You shall bind them on as a bride does. Surely your waste and your desolate places and your devastated land, surely now you will be too narrow. For your inhabitants, and those who swallowed you up will be far away. The children of your bereavement will yet say in your ears, The place is too narrow for me, make room for me to dwell in. Then you will say in your heart, Who has borne me these? I was bereaved and barren, exiled and put away, but who has brought up these? Behold, I was left alone. From where have these come? Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will lift up my hand to the nations and raise my signal to the peoples, and they shall bring your sons in their arms, and your daughters shall be carried on their shoulders. Kings shall be your foster fathers, and their queens your nursing mothers. With their faces to the ground they shall bow down to you and lick the dust of your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord, for those who wait for me shall not be put to shame. Mm. Can the prey be taken from the mighty? Or the captives of a tyrant be rescued? For thus says the Lord, Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken, and the prey of the tyrant be rescued. For I will contend with those who contend with you, and I will save your children. I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh, and they shall be drunk with their own blood as with wine. Then all flesh shall know that I am the Lord your Savior, and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Man, a powerful passage. And, you know, I think the theme of this passage is really cleanly just the Lord reversing every curse that's on his people. And that, um, you know, the the nations that will hold his people captive will, you know, they will 
there's this interesting sort of dichotomy happening here. In one sense, there's this really gruesome image that your oppressor, oppressors will eat their own flesh and get drunk on their own blood. Mm. And then there's this also the kind of opposite side of the aisle image where like kings shall be your foster father, fathers and queens your nursing mothers. Mm. And so it's all this contention and violence and opposition in the war will become harmonious mm. and oppressors will be crushed, but the people of Israel uh, will become great in abiding in the safe places of the Lord and all the nations will mm. see that and take part in that. So some really powerful imagery underlining all of this. Barrett, mm. what are your thoughts? It's a pretty lengthy passage today. What are your thoughts on all this imagery and promises that are happening in today's passage? Yeah, um, you know, again, the context is is kind of this Babylonian exile and the people being, you know, under an oppressive nation, and um, and and you have this you have this passage that talks about God essentially like revisiting His people, mm-hmm. and so, you know, sometimes we can read these passages and think like, well, this is this is only applicable for Israel, but the church is the is the people of God in 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 the same line of you know Israel being the people of God, the church is now the people of God, and so we can. We can actually like read ourselves into some of this um, as the church, as those who are, you know, who are who are bought by the blood of Jesus, and um, you know, so when we have fallen into sin, you know, when we have essentially like gone our own way into exile, and we come back to the Father, um, you know, some of these things can be true of us, and I I, I just found it very. Uh, very interesting this analogy that he that that God uses in in chapter fifteen or I guess Isaiah uh, writing for the Lord says uh, can a woman forget her nursing child that she should have no compassion on the son of her womb even these may forget yet I will not forget you mm. and I mean think of the ludicrousness mm-hmm. of like a nursing mother like forgetting their own child like, yeah it never yeah. happens yeah and he's saying but I mean the analogy is maybe even these would forget mm. but. Even more so than that, God will never forget His people, mm-hmm. and so it's just a it's just a comforting passage to think about. That you know, even more than like a, a nursing mother cares for their child, like will God care for His people, mm. and He won't forget us. And and so we can grab hold of that. And 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 sometimes I think we 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 easily lose sight of of that of that picture of God because oftentimes God. Sometimes, sometimes God does feel distant. I mean, if we're all just like perfectly honest, like we don't feel this like you know Shekinah glory of God like shining all around us mm-hmm. all the time, or our face shining as a result yeah. of you know an encounter with God or whatever. Um, but that that's not how the Scripture presents God to be, and yeah. and so I I typically I, I've probably done this on ODR a number of times, but I. But I love, 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 and I've I've started reading this book again to my to my kids. But uh, in the Chronicles of Narnia, how how C.S. Lewis portrays Aslan as like mm-hmm. this god figure, and he shows up at like the right times. Mm-hmm. But there's often like large, you know, large times, you know, extended times where he's not showing up, and yet they still have this faith in Aslan that he's going to come and like you know, turn the curse of winter around and it's going to become summer again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, St. Nick is actually going to bring presents to them again and, you know, and all that. 
And um, and so, but I, I think that's more of like the I, we need to we need to try to consider like what we what our view of God actually is and mm-hmm. what we expect of God or, or what we think God ought to do in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sometimes, you know, he's not, like I was saying, I mean, it's not this like ever present. We're always living in this like amazing, you know, euphoric state of like this spirit filled life. Mm-hmm. But as we live faithful God honoring lives, we can know that like he is closer to us than a nursing mother is to her child. Mm. And it's, mm. it's just an amazing, amazing analogy, an amazing thing to to dwell on. Absolutely. I love how Isaiah, he uses these interesting images to underline how unexpected the nature of God's redemption yeah. can be. And I, I think one of the really interesting images here is this image of a barren, bereaved mother, mm. you know, without children. And then it's like she looks up and she has too too much offspring, like too many uh, children mm. for the place that she dwells. It's like this image of total abundance out of nothing. Mm. And, you know, I, I think that that is like an amazing thing to dwell on that, you know, that that invokes the image of Jesus telling the disciples to cast their nets on the other side of the boat. And they're like, we've been fishing for hours, Jesus. Like it's also, it's a boat, you know, the other side of the boat is like still the same water. And then all of a sudden their, their nets are bursting and this like abundance that, that Christ has just like poured out on them. It is overwhelming. Mm. And that's the same sort of salvation that Isaiah is speaking here too. It's like this overwhelming, overly abundant, overly joyful salvation that is going to descend on who? the least, the most despised of the earth. And that's an amazing theme in Isaiah that God's salvation is continually showed towards the prisoners, mm-hmm. towards the blind, towards those who sit in darkness, towards the childless mothers. Mm-hmm. And so that is like an amazing promise for us to just take into those heavy seasons, those mm-hmm. walks through the valley where God is actually going to lead us there. He's actually going to show us trouble. He's going to show us hardship so that he can reverse the curse mm. and that when he does we'll know that he is god and he will be glorified among the nations yeah and how sweet it is amen you know when we get to experience that and how humbling it is mm-hmm. i mean it truly is like it it should sorry it not always is but it it should be sure it yeah. should be in our lives yeah. like this should be a truly humbling experience to think that this almighty powerful god this wonderful god would you know uh put his love on us mm-hmm. and give us life through Jesus that we do not deserve mm. in the least. Mm. Amazing Amen. Thing. Amen. Well, for the great Dr. Barfaccio, Barrett Fisher, this is Will Carlisle, and we're grateful for you joining us on our way through Isaiah 40 through 55, and we're going to continue tomorrow. So we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 
1-800-285-1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.